Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 10, 10, 11, 10, 10. double digits. Uh, We finally have our other co-host back after taking a little two-week hiatus. Chad Copeland, nice to have you back. What are you up to, buddy? Oh, great to be back. Just grinding away with some school, but I'm back, so the podcast is saved. a loser. The podcast is saved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as you can hear mumbling on the other line, our other co-host, Owen Chesness. What's Where going are you? on? What are you up to? I'm currently in uh, in a basement in Edmonton. Kind of might be locked up for all I know. It's pretty <laughs> dark down here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. So uh, special pod today. We got some some of the boys' questions that we'll go through. Go through it at the end. We'll leave that be. But uh, let's get into the week. Last week, this week, maybe go over a couple. Uh, trade deadline things that happened today and uh we'll see see where it takes us how's that sound all right all right all right right on uh, all right first matchup i'm gonna look at here jake squeaks out a win versus daryl five three for jake uh really good week in goaltending for jake has over 200 shots with a 940 save percentage that's that's high quality goaltending to have that amount of rubber on net but still maintain that Safe percentage. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Barlamo is finally putting up some solid goaltending. Yeah, if it great week wasn't, from him. Yeah, it's literally Colorado's just the one line, and Barlamo was just trying to save the other three. Yeah, if yeah, great week. Three wins, nine sixty four save percentage with a shutout. Like, doesn't get much better than that. He's got a shutout again going tonight right now, so not a big deal. I'm playing against him, so that's that's unfortunate, but we'll Tough touch work. on that later. Uh, not not a great week offensively for uh, either of the boys. You know, yeah, yeah, that was mild points. Daryl put up a decent amount of assists there. Good power play points, but uh, I don't know. Nothing, nothing too crazy there. Yeah. All all right. Next matchup. Uh, Brady and Brad with the big tie, 4-4. Somehow Brad had two shutouts this week and still lost safe percentage. That's sad. I was going to say, I don't know how that happens, but I see big Jimmy Jimmy with an (laughs) 11.28 GAA and a .5 save percentage. I'll tell you, point five is not going to quite get her done unless maybe you're playing my team. Then it might, <laughs> that might be good enough. But big, uh, big Bob, though, coming hot. Yeah, Broski back. He's been, with the, uh, he's been on shots. fire the last couple. He's been been playing really well. So it's tough, tough to see for me. Considering I traded him away. <sighs> yeah. God. He traded away a but, keeper uh, goalie. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, relax, okay? Let's not get into it. <laughs> All right. Next matchup. Chad, big tie versus Zach. You finally uh, stopped getting demolished. Against, stopped the uh, Zach, who was on fire. Yeah, it was... Big goaltending. Big goaltending week from you. It was, yeah. Zach and I always seem to have 
great goaltending matchups, and all I needed was one win. So Sunday, I get Cam Ward and Alex Stalock because Daily Faceoff told me they were going to be starting. Cam Ward loses by one goal, and then Stalock didn't start, but Minnesota won, so I just got roasted. That's tough. But, uh, yeah, you also had to put up up some uh, good offensive stats as well. Good assists, shots, hits. Yeah, it's nice. Finally broke out of the slump. Good to see. Yeah, team's hitting the stride right when it matters. Questionable, but... uh... (laughs) I'm just glad Uh, I tied looking to beat Zach, but as long as I didn't lose. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. All right. And then uh, Owen, tough loss against Rutley. Kind of Rutley getting back on track. And you always boost about how you lost assists, but you lost it this last week. So you tell us what? how you feel about that. I, I missed. I think I uh, missed a, two starts on people on Saturday because I went to set my lineup, and you know how it went. Oh, uh, I, I remember that. It. I remember that. But, you know, it wasn't that. My team, my team was on a hot streak, and finally – the loss was coming. It was uh, due. Yeah. It was overdue to tough, lose. Tough goal, ten in a week for both of you boys. So, oh, I mean, look at the Carter Hart stats: seventeen point two. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> look at his two in a row: seventeen point three four, then seventeen point two. Carter Hart's a keeper. <laughs> hey, he was injured, man. Yeah, sure. Another big killer I see that sticks out is the out stats on Matt Zuccarello. That's- yeah, that's a that's baloney. Yeah, man. that's tough. He was going off too. So that's I made the trade. I got rid of Timo Meyer. I'm like Zuccarello, who I picked up, has been hot. What what happens the next day? Right, like of course. So what happens when you try to be a hero and go to block a shot for the new team. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Shattered wrist. Always be selfish. I think that's what you learn from that. <laughs> well, he's only expected out four weeks, and we've got four weeks till playoffs. So. Playoffs comes back, soups back, you know, we're good to go. Questionable. And then uh, final matchup, I uh, got a big win over Rhett, you know, take advantage of the, you know, lower tier guys, and I did what I had to do to piece together a nice win here. Yeah. But I, had good, I had some nice stats this week. The boys produced. Yeah, you almost shelled them. Like, you lost save percentage by point zero zero zero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I had a good week for, like, goals and assists. Just under 50 points. Not bad. I'll take it. Yeah. You know, it it really hurts him when he runs so many more goalies and has so many less players to play. That's where it hurts on the player's stats. And uh, five goalies. Yeah. Right now I'm going to throw out a little shout-out. Thanks, Daryl, for trading me to Brinkat. Dude at five goals this week, three power play points. He's got 34 goals this year, and I got a second-round pick in the same trade. So, thanks, Daryl. Big D. Him and Strom are lighting it up. Yeah, Strom fit in there surprisingly well, to be honest. Yeah, sometimes it's, sometimes all you need is that change of scenery, and you can kind of get it figured out. Yeah, it's true. Plus, and I'm curious how Brandon Perlini will fit in, too, because – Perlini is, like, a decent player as well. Everyone plays better when they leave Arizona. True. Fair. All right. You guys want to uh, dip into the matchups this week? 
Yeah, sure. All right, we got uh, Brad Bernard versus Nick Rutley. Brad's up 3-1 as of right now. Uh, what are you guys thinking of this matchup? Where do you think it's going to go? Um, I think it could go... I think Brad's got way. a chance. I think Brad's got a chance he'll get McDavid back. Bobrovsky's been on a bit of a heater. Columbus with some good acquisitions. Improved the team in front of him. I, I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, I could see it Maybe. too. I think for this one, if Brad manages his goaltending this week, solid chance. Yeah, I'd just bench Jimmy Howard and just hammer on Bobrovsky. Yeah, because Fleury's not playing the greatest right now and Washington isn't hasn't been great defensively this season. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, the comments or next next one. Mm, no, I think that's probably pretty good. All right, then we got uh, Zach laying a smackdown on Rhett. Kind of just get used to saying that from now on. It's the first. Uh, it's the first night. You can never judge too much by the first night. Uh, when it's against Rhett, though, like, I don't know about <laughs> that. Um, tough. Not a great start from Vaz. Which uh, might put Zach at a disadvantage if Rhett's able to piece together some goaltending stats, but Zach, I don't know. Zach's got a good team. I'm not I'm not feeling too worried too worried for him at this I point. I think Zach will win this one. Yeah, I think it'll be like a six two seven one win. Yeah, I could get behind that. And I think uh, I think Rutley might get challenged by Brad a little bit, and it's going to get close for first place. I think with the yep. year winding down. And then uh, Owen losing to Daryl right now. You know, first night I. Uh, yeah, you have like no stats really. Forgot, forgot to set my lineup. Way she goes. Uh, but I only you didn't miss out player. on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I missed out on much. one assist and one shot. Right, so really nothing. Yeah. He's got way more players playing, although a couple did well for him. But we'll see. It's the beginning of the week. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Chad, you are beating up on Brady right now. How do you feel about this matchup? Yeah, I think it should be a good one for me. Uh, Brady's still kind of on that slide ever since the beginning of the season. <laughs> and Brady also forgot to start um, Barkov and Heischer tonight. Not like they've done too much already, though. Yeah, and he also has – I just – I didn't realize that passing acts on the IR – so that's going to be a huge hit to his goals. Yeah, he's got he's he's had tough he's had tough injury luck this year. Yeah, he's got Pasternak, Dumba, Shen. He had Bergeron on the IR for a bit. Like, yeah, Jamie Benz before day he traded to day. him away. Yeah, so uh, yeah, kind of tough tough on his end. But well, he's also going to get a couple of players back after last week. Like Stone and Nyquist both sat out for half the week last yeah. week. Yeah. That's honestly was like I was happy that I didn't have any guys like that because that's like a tough one when you just have guys sitting out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. And honestly, interesting enough, like how the trade deadline went today for the NHL. Like a player like Stone, I'd be curious to see how he plays for Brady and fantasy. Like now that he's with Vegas, because it's either Stones with Statsny and Pacioretty, or he gets thrown first line on Vegas. And either situation's just unreal for Stone. Yeah, exactly. 
And then uh, final matchup, I'm, I'm up a couple on Jake right now. I got off to a terrible goaltending start. I was debating sitting in the Buffalo tendies today, and then I figured whatever. But So hopefully I can piece together maybe some wins and sneak a shutout or something. And Oh, no, he's got but, a good start too in goaltending. Yeah, so we'll see, but I'm feeling pretty good about player stats. I've gone off to a good start already. Old that is true. Da- Ike Daddy talked a couple, so that's nice to see. And D- Darlene's really picked it up. So Darlene had two assists and two PP assists. Yeah, he's got a, he's got been playing. Yeah, he's got four points in his last three games, three power play points. So can't complain about those stats. I'll tell you right now. But uh, I guess you boys want to get into uh, trade deadline stuff. Sure. Yeah. Let's uh, let's kick thing off. Kick things off with Mike Commodore's tweet that says, "Folks, my sources oh, in Florida are my. telling me, and the Panthers are actively shopping Mike Hoffman. Lots of interest if trade pack package doesn't include his fiance." And Mike Hoffman's response to it. <laughs> I saw that man. That is so awkward and so hysterical. I couldn't believe it. I loved it. I loved it so much. I do too. I can't get over it. The fact that right. he responds to it. All right. So uh, kind of got the trades up right now. So we can kind of go over. We'll start. Uh, we'll start with. We'll just do today's. I don't feel like going all the way back. How do you guys feel about that? Does that work for you guys? Yeah, that works for me. All right. So uh, started things off. I guess we can kind of talk about Columbus a little bit. They had two what big ones before the deadline. Getting Dezingle for Duclair in two seconds. And then also nagging Duchesne and Bergman for a couple of prospects, a first and then a conditional first based on if Duchesne resigns. So uh, Columbus is stacking up. They never won a playoff series, so I think this is their best chance. And they're just, for the fans, like trying to get trying to get a win for them, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was also surprised with Columbus because they also got – Kincaid, I believe. Yeah. Which was yeah. A, a weird one because, like, you know, like Bob's playing well and Corpus Al is like a decent backup. He, I don't, I think Corpus Al has been terrible lately, though. So I think they're just trying to, I think it's one of those things where, you know, they just get him just to have him so that it just adds a little depth. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Because I think Kincaid's an upgrade over Corpus Allo for sure. So I think they're just trying to, I think. They just go for it, and then they also grabbed, uh, oh, what's his name? Big defenseman as well. Oh, McQuaid. Yeah, they also grabbed McQuaid. So I think I was reading that they have they have six UFAs after this year, and they have a third round and a seventh round pick in the draft this year. So, <laughs> Yikes. I don't know. I get it, though. You you want to try to get, try to get a win, right? Yeah, he has to be in the league for almost twenty years without a playoff win, like a playoff series win, I should say. It's gonna you be tough go for them. For it. Yeah, it's gonna be tough for them if they get unlucky and end up having to play against Tampa in the first round. I don't think they they won't because I think in the Metro that they'll finish. Hopefully, yeah. That's the thing is, if you get the second wild, they better go on a heater here. Because if yeah, if you get Tampa in the first round, that's uh, that's an L, I think. Yeah, 
but you'd be super happy if you're playing against Tampa after that. Because I think with the upgraded Columbus team, they'd, they'd wear down Tampa like a, a good amount. Yeah, it'd be a good series. I think I think Columbus improved the most. Like to get Duchesne and Dezingle and a good backup and a depth defenseman. Yeah. Like man, I, I'm I'm liking I'm liking I'm high on Columbus right now. But uh skip ahead to the next big one. Uh the Jets get that second line center they want, Kevin Hayes for uh Brendan Lemieux. 2019 first and uh, 2022 fourth conditional. So uh, what are you voicing of this one? I like it. I think it might be a little bit of an overpay. Yeah, but like Winnipeg's got a good team, but they do need a second line center because I don't think Little Little's not a second line center at this point. So uh, like, yeah, it's an overpay a little bit, but you need a good second line center in the West. Like, I think it's kind of, I think it was necessary for them to make a move here. Yeah, I, I think that's true. And, and I think Little will fit really well on that Jets third line as well. Like, Well, because that's what they did in playoffs last year with Stastny on the second line, and look how well that worked out. So I think they're just trying to get a Little in a better position. And I, I think they did it. I like this for them. Because to me, Jets arguably had the best third line in the league before this happened. Yeah. So, it's only going to get better. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, I'm just going to go on through the bigger bigger ones. We don't need to talk about the little rinky-dink ones, but Avalanche get Broussard in a conditional six from Florida for a third. So, I was kind of surprised by this one, to be honest, because... Don't think Colorado's going to be making the playoffs. Yeah, even if they do, it, like they're still such a top-heavy team on that first I line. Think, like, and it I think that's matter. yeah. I think that's why they did this is to get some depth. Yeah, but, a little bit of depth. I don't know if Broussard's going to be turning that second line around. Like their second line's still no. trash. Yeah, kind of a kind of a peculiar one. All right, uh, next one. Nashville, Minnesota did a little Mikhail Granlund and Kevin Fiala swap. Oh, Nashville won that by far. Kevin Fiala's pretty good, though. I think it's more just a change of scenery for both guys. Yeah. Both guys could use a new. Fiala was good last year in playoffs, but his regular season this year has been terrible. Yeah, so I think it's a change of scenery. And then, uh, big one, Vegas gets Stone and Lindbergh for, apparently this Eric Branstrom, they traded away, is a bit of a stud. Oscar supposed to be the Supposed to be the best D prospect that's not in the NHL right now. I've heard that as well. So, uh, I like it, though, because Vegas signed him, too. So, I think it's worth it. Get a player yeah. like Stone, young guy, signed for, like, eight years. I like it. I like it. Yeah, and also Vegas has, like, they're, they have so many of their good guys signed for, like, a minimum of five years, too. Exactly. So you kind of get those guys locked up. And I don't mind the stone contract. Like, nine and a half is a lot, but I think it's worth it to get a get a high-quality forward. Yeah. All right. Uh, Pred, Preds acquire 
Wayne Simmons for a conditional fourth and Ryan Hartman. So Nashville loading up in the West with a big guy, good on the power play, can tuck in a couple, physical. I this is a I think this is a great trade for Nashville. Yeah, I, I would agree on that too. I don't think they gave up anything like Hartman in a fourth, I think it's a pretty good pretty fair price for him. Is he just a rental? Is he a UFA at the end of this year? Simmons? Yeah. Uh, I believe uh, he's a UFA. Yeah, I like that for... Uh... Yeah, I think that's a good one. Yeah, and Simmons will also help with their power play because I believe Nashville's power play is like 30th in the league. Oh, really? That's kind yeah. of surprising. Yeah, no, it's terrible this season. I think they started hot and then they just haven't hit anything. But, uh, yeah, I really like this for him. I think it'll be uh, good de- some good depth stuff. All right, and then uh, Blues get Michael Delzotto for a six. Kind of shoring up the back end for the playoff push. I think it's a good trade. Yeah, I would He'd agree. Slide into, that, slide into that last pair and just adds a little depth. And same form. If I would not want to play against St. Louis in the first round. Neither would I. I. If I'm in the West, I'm hoping Minnesota stays and Arizona gets in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I would not want to play St. Louis. Man, that first matchup between whoever gets the second seed in the Central and has to play St. Louis. Oof. Yeah. Like, if I'm Nashville, like, you look at Nashville and Winnipeg both trying to load up for playoffs, but I also think they both want to not face whoever that third seed is and try to get one of those uh, cupcake teams at the bottom. Yeah. For sure. All right. uh, Boston picked up Johansson from the Devils for a second and a fourth. Kind of just adding a little depth. Uh, I don't have too much on this one. Yeah, on you'd probably maybe know the most, a little Boston boy. Yeah, I think it. I think it's a good trade. Once again, you give away a couple later picks for a decent player. I think he's about point five points per game. Yeah, might be a slight overpay. I think like a second and a fourth, like a second round pick's pretty good. But yeah, you gotta you have to add some pieces, and then uh, Pittsburgh picks up Gabranson, gives us. Canucks, Tanner Pearson. I like this trade for Pittsburgh. I think it's a good one for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would agree could, with that. That good Branson's a total asshole to play against. I think in the East, it's a little more rare. So I think that'll be a good fit just to add a little, little bite on the back end. And I know Pittsburgh doesn't have the best defense corps of all time. So I think, uh, I think this, this will help them out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, they definitely need improvement on the back end, whereas they are a very offensive team. So, like, they definitely have people to move. Yeah, exactly. And I don't don't think Pearson fit in overly well. I haven't really seen him as of late, but... Yeah, he hasn't done too much. All right, boys. uh, any, Any other... NHL news before we get into the uh, the questions? No, I think it's time to hop into the questions here. All right. 
first uh, first character we have asking questions is Nick Rutley. His first question is for Owen. <laughs> Owen, is Carter Hart's career over before it begins after his lackluster performances the last couple weeks? Oh my god! <laughs> I should have seen that coming. <laughs> you know, we're gonna see. What's uh, your What's your opinion on this one? I'm gonna stand by my word. Say Carter Hart is going to be one of he's going to be the next premier goaltender in the NHL, and you know he's only 20. So he's definitely a uh, future keeper, probably even a current keeper. And you know what? I think he'll be sticking around. All right. Take that, Rutley. And his second question for Chad Copeland. Chad, which is more deserving of quote-unquote wagon status? (laughs) Washington's power play or the San Jose Sharks? Oh. What, a, what an awful question. <laughs> I would say... Oh, um, oh, as much as I don't want to see the the Sharks, I might have to go with the Sharks after the Nyquist pickup. They're, they're a scary team. All right. Next couple questions. Coming courtesy of... Darrell Stranger. Darrell. Okay, his his second question, which I'm going to ask first, is when are we all getting together for the punishment for last place, which will most likely be rest, <laughs> it's looking like. <laughs> so the dates have yet to be ter- determined. I think that will be determined after the season finishes is when we'll kind of figure that out. And I would guess sometime in the summer. Yeah, it'll be like a that. thing. That would sure. be my guess too. All right. And the, his next, the boys can get a little rowdy after that and abuse Rhett. So yeah, <laughs> and then Tara's other, Tara's other ACL. <laughs> next question. His second question is if you had, this is for all of us. If you had to bang one guy in our league, who would it be and why? <laughs> oh, I need to go through the list now. Uh, I might have to go with Red on this one, you know, matching torn ACLs, so we're hitting them <laughs> off already. <laughs> that's um, fair. That's fair. I'm probably going to have to go with Rutley because from the back, he kind of looks like a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, mm, I'm uh, going to go with Daryl. I think he just let me go go crazy. I think he just... I, he just submits, so I, I'd have to go with Daryl. Yeah, they're... he's kind of a beta male, so I think he just let me take charge. <laughs> there's a there's a reason why he's asking. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm asking for a friend. I, I swear. <laughs> he's in the speak. <laughs> he he goes to a different school. <laughs> All right. Uh, next questions are from Rhett. Question one. What are all of the hosts' most used and underperforming pickup lines? 
Well, I, I, I don't really have any pickup lines anymore, but it's like, hey, man. I'm not sure if he's talking about hey man, women how's it or going? if he's talking about the podcast. I'm talking about dudes right now if I'm picking up a guy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, like, for me personally, like, I don't talk to women. So pickup lines, I don't really use them. Yeah, so like I, I don't really use pickup lines. I usually just stare at them from across the bar, and then hopefully they make the first move. And if not, uh, go home alone. <laughs> yeah, I uh, honestly I'm pretty close to Mac, <laughs> except I go a little bit more stealth mode, and uh, you sneak into the circle of the girls, and then <laughs> one of them, you just hope to God there's one of them that that falls for it. You just, oh, God. just sit sit there awkwardly. Someone's bound to see the weakness and go mother mode. All right. That's terrifying. <laughs> uh, Rhett's second question is, who in our league is going to go on a surprise run in the playoffs? It's definitely um, going to be one of the lower teams. And I think it'll yeah. be... Hmm. For me, I think it's going to be Owen. He's been hot the last couple of weeks. And out of kind of the bottom three, four teams, I have the most faith in Owen's overall team. I was going to say Owen, too, because Owen always beats me. And I believe he's beaten Zach a couple times. Or one time. Yeah. Oh, just I kidding. That, uh... He never beat Zach. But he beat Rutley. So... But, uh, yeah. Owen, who do you think? You know, uh, uh, if I had to pick someone else, I'd probably go with uh, maybe Daryl. See a 8v1 upset. Uh, good Cinderella story. You like to see that happen. You always love to see some of that. All right. And the final two questions, since Brady and Jake uh, just left me on red like every female ever. Um these are the last two questions. So, first question is for Chad. Chad, how do you think that this current slide in overall rankings is going to affect your playoff chances? Oh, man. It uh, wasn't ideal. I was definitely hoping to play against someone like, like Daryl. Brady or Daryl? <laughs> yeah, Brady or Daryl. But not have to play against Jake. Luckily, Jake is on a slide as well. So first yeah. first round will be a little bit of an ease into it, but second round like, I'll, I'll get railed. I'm kind of looking right now, and it's like I would much prefer to play Jake in playoffs versus Owen because I think it's kind of between us four jockeying because I think it's going to be Rutley or Nick 1-2, and they're going to be playing Brady, Daryl, whatever order that is. So then I think it's between us four to jockey like me and you know what I mean like I'll be playing one of you three yeah and I I hope I play Jake out of you three it would be who I want to play yeah I'd agree with that as well all right and Owen this one's for you who would you want to play first round of playoffs and why and like realistically oh well considering the spot I'm in I'm probably gonna go with uh if I had to play a top team, it'd probably be any team. But I, I gotta be honest, any team but Zach's. I haven't had beaten them, 
which isn't good. And I've had uh, good records against everyone else in the top four. So Fair I wouldn't enough. mind that. Or I could play, if I land the five spot, playing Chad, I think I could, or Jake, wouldn't be a bad spot for me. It would be a, it would be a good right. matchup, but it wouldn't be a, anything guaranteed for either team. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, I actually forgot about Zach. I have Zach's questions as well. Okay, his first question for each of us. Which matchup do you prefer in the first round that is possible? So I think I touched on it. Realistically, it's going to be one of Chad, Jake, or Owen, I think. And Owen's been hot. Chad has a good team, just a little bit on a slide. So I think, uh, I think Jake is the, Jake's the man I want to face. And Owen, you kind of touched on anyone but Zach, really, you're kind of comfortable with. Yeah. What about you, Chad? Yeah, I'm going to agree with the, the Jake's team as well. And I'm looking at our playoff seating too. It's not that I just want to play against Jake's team. I want this 4-5 seed. Because winner of 4-5 will most likely play against Rutley compared to playing against Zach. And I feel more yeah. confident playing against Rutley to start and then on to Zach. Yeah, no, totally fair. I think that's a valid point. And... Zach's second question: Who has the ugliest mug in the league? <laughs> so uh, let's get uh, into this. Okay, looking at the teams, it's not Brady. Guys are man rocket relative to the rest of us, anyways. <laughs> uh, not Brad. Oh, I'm not gonna say Rhett. I'm not gonna say Zach. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to say Rutley. Rutley, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> that haircut drops you, drops you down four points. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you, Rutley. I'm, I'm going to say Daryl when he's rocking his little pedo stash. <laughs> the pedo, pedo stash is clutch. I love it. Uh, okay, Chad, you? Oof. Do I have? Am I allowed to pick the same, or do I have to go different? You can pick whoever you That's, want. Yeah, pick whoever you want. It's free country. Sorry, Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> the pause followed by the. I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> you know, Bradley, I feel bad to rag on you. If if I didn't vote for you, I probably would have voted for myself. So. Justice. <laughs> The same thing. Like I would vote for myself as well. God, we're losers. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, also shout out to Rat. I was talking to him today, and he said he's at the point in life now where one of the things he looks most forward to is the weekly release of the, this podcast. So, uh, Rat, get off the ledge. Uh, that worries me that you're saying you look forward to this. So, <laughs> oh, also, I got to shout out Jordan Slade. He's probably going to be listening to this. Used to be my old hockey trainer. He was boosting our pod on Twitter. And, okay, funny story. He was saying that, remember last week how I told the story about uh, that the lady? Hello? Yeah, I yep. said, yeah. <laughs> Okay, thank you. I, I want a response. Um, <laughs> he's like, oh, reminds me of Dane Cook and Good Luck Chuck. Have you guys seen that movie before? 
Oh, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> so basically, if the boys haven't seen it, it's a movie where good luck Chuck, he uh, will go out with a girl, and then when they break up, the next girl, or that girl, the next guy she dates, she ends up marrying. <laughs> and just in my Ooh. case, that's happened at least twice for sure now. <laughs> The girls have gotten married. Uh, one's getting married, and one's gonna get married right away. Here is in like a super serious relationship, but one's straight Oof. up engaged. And then you know, there's always the other side of the good luck Chuck, where you gotta use the power. The only downside is you know the receptionist. It's the the big black lady. You might find yourself one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you. Whoa. Whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> Better watch out, Chad. Man is, any ideas. man is thick. Thick. He's got that wagon. If if Rutley's question was who's a who has more wagon status, the sharks are my ass, it'd be my ass. That was so stupid. That made me sad. All right, boys. uh, You guys got anything? uh, Anything else to throw in there? No, I think I think that's pretty well it. Yeah, I think that's. that's Feel good about this pod. Feel good about this pod. We're taking off. You know, we we had four views on the last two podcasts. This or the. Who's not listening in the league? We should we have had. eight every week. Well, the last one we had was eight, but Jake doesn't listen, and I don't think Brady listens. Wow. I'm going to be honest. I, I forgot to listen to the one last week. So. Oh, my Chad. God. Chad. We even had eight views last week. Chad. <laughs> Chad. You're pathetic, Chad. Chadwick Chad. Bozeman, you're killing me, buddy. I'm s- this is why Sorry, you're alone, guys. Chad. Yeah, what a I'm, loser. Who's alone? I'm, <laughs> I'm working on trying to be a team player. Chad's team is fading faster than his hairline. Joke's on you. I don't have a hairline. It's a line. It's a hair curve. It's, like... it's a parabola. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. I'm going to uh, peace out. Watch a little True Detective season finale. Mahershala Ali's a stud. And uh, that's all I got. Is he a boxer? Shut up. <laughs> That's all right. Oof. That's not even funny. Get off. All right. All All right, right. boys. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. All right. See you, boys. Bye-bye. Yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. I rode my bike over to a cemetery nearby. Her boyfriend just died. You met her at a funeral? Yeah. Dude died in a hang gliding accident. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, I'm hang gliding. Honey, take a good picture. I'm dead. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> met her at a funeral. 
Yeah, I'll throw in a wedding every now and then. But funerals are insane. The chicks are so horny, it's not even fair. It's like fishing with dynamite. Horny? Yeah. Crazy horny. I just... That funeral? Grief is nature's most powerful aphrodisiac. <laughs> Look it up. I didn't know that. That's what I've learned.